The Last Word with Matt Cooper. We'll take our time to go through getting all our finances in order for 2024. It's great to have Charlie Weston back with us, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Happy New Year to you, Charlie. And many happy returns, Matt. And I suppose the first thing I want to bring up, though, is income. And I suppose I wonder how many people last year or this year will get pay increases that will match the rate of inflation. I doubt most of us will get increases that match the rate of inflation, but a lot of people will get um, increases. The rate of inflation came right down. Uh, the last figures was below 5% for the first time in about two years. 3.9% is the latest figure. Look, if you got even half that, you'd be happy, I'd say, you know. But would you? Because, you know, prices are not going up as fast as they were, but they're still going up. And the problem is, is that so many things, and we'll get to things like energy and food in a little while, are so more, more, much more expensive than they were a year ago and two years ago. People's income doesn't go as far. It doesn't matter. Absolutely right. And not only that, even if, if we had no increases, we tend to be more expensive in this country anyway for, for, for stuff, particularly electricity, just to pull one out of the air. You know, it's far more expensive here. Why so, is that? Is that because we're importing so much? We're importing, yeah. Um, we seem to have, um, we have to pay a lot for upgrading the grid at the moment. It doesn't seem to be as competitive as it should be, despite the fact that we have so many energy companies. There seems to be structural issues that have not been looked at and that should have been looked at. Which makes the cost the of living in Ireland more expensive for people. Exactly, yeah. I, I don't know why we didn't have a root and branch investigation into what the hell's going on in the electricity market. Why are we paying nearly 800 euros more than the average in the European Union for electricity here, for example? It's that much. It is that Per much. household. Yeah, that's the latest index that's out today. It's from the, the Austrian government. Uh, they, they, they do an index across Europe and we have some of the most expensive electricity. Why is that not a priority for the Department of... of uh, well, I suppose a lot of it's down to the fact that we import so much oil and gas. But, you know, we are supposed to be generating our own power from wind. You know, we won't get into that now. But it does strike me that at least one thing, that maybe there is a certain compensation coming from government if people's wages haven't gone up to meet the rate of inflation. Should everybody listening, if they're in work, benefit from tax improvements from the 1st of January? Yeah, Matt, and this is good news. You know, it's not going to fill the, the gap, as you say. You know, we, we, We're still paying through the nose for stuff. But this is good news. Two million workers are going to benefit from tax breaks to uh, the value of about 1.3 billion euros. So what are we talking about here? It's the um, the tax bans, for example, there's a change there. So you'd be able to pay a lot more income at 20% than, than uh, before you hit that 40%. So up to 42,000 for a single person now would be taxed at 20%. It was 40,000. So that's very positive. Uh, the, the USC, the universal social charge, which we don't like, the middle rate there is going down from 4.5% to 4%. That's a big gain there. And all the credits, the credits are the amount of uh, you can earn before you pay income tax. They're all going up by €100. Euros. So your personal tax credit, your PAY credit, your self-employed tax credit, your home care's credit, your single person's credit, they're going up to about €1,800. Euros. So that is money you can earn before you pay tax. And it's nothing that you actually have to do to be able to get that financial benefit. It comes to you automatically. Your employer will calculate this and, uh, you know, so it will come to you automatically, yeah. Uh, you're, 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 you know, when you get paid, it'll be adjusted to take, a fa- uh, take to reflect these changes. So um, you're talking about somebody on 47, 48 grand, probably gain about €800 Euros a year. 
take your guard and your nurse. They're probably in line for a boost here of nearly 1,700 euros over a year. Now, it's not going to go all the way to, to, to sorting out people's uh, higher costs, but it's, it's going to be a, make a hell of a contribution. It's positive, at least. And are there also other tax benefits that people perhaps missing out on that they need to go and claim? Is this something people should do every year? Of course they should. And there's, two, there's a new one coming in as well, Matt, which is, which is good for people paying through the nose for mortgages, particularly those people on trackers, people stuck with vulture funds. There's a new mortgage tax relief that comes in this year that you'll be able to claim. Uh, you know, it, it's for the higher interest that you would have paid last year compared to 2022. And it's uh, it's up to €1,250 Euros you could claim back there. Uh, so that's a very useful one. It's a brand new one. People should claim that. But there is a whole range of tax credits and tax refunds that people don't claim, Matt. It's something like €300 million Euros sitting there People are entitled to it and they're not claiming it. And this is money that will be so useful at this time of year. It's your money. Go and grab it. How difficult, though, is it to calculate what you are owed and to actually get it back from the Revenue Commissioner? Well, look, at I mean, if, if you're not up to doing it because, it, it, you know, some, some people are just find this stuff blindingly difficult and, and, and are intimidated by it, don't like it. You know, for example, if you, you your medical expenses, you're entitled to 20% of the cost of GPs and consultants and prescriptions. You calculate that and it, it's only 20% of what you haven't got back from maybe your health insurer. Look, if you don't want to do that, my social media stuff has been deluged at the moment with ads from tax refund people like so taxrefund.ie and taxback who'll do it for you. Now, they'll take 10% of whatever they get for you. But you're, you're generally talking, they target people who haven't claimed anything for four years. Okay, let, let me just use years. the example there, say, of GP visits, because a lot of people are on a medical card or they have a GP visitor card, but there's an awful lot of people who have to go to the doctor who would be shelling out 60 or 70 quid a time when they go. Mm. And they might have to go a few times a year, and maybe their children have to go at times a year. So it can actually mount up. So say just, see, it's 600 quid's worth of medical bills for the year, you could get 120 quid of that back. That's right, Matt. Yeah, I mean, I mean four out of ten people don't claim the medical tax reliefs, and it's there. It's, it used to be higher, but look, at it's 20%. And, yeah, if, if, if you go to a consultant, you know, you can get some of that back. You may have it in your health insurance that you can get 50% back on, on, on GPs and consultants and uh, well, prescriptions, and then you get the rest bit, of it then. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about the health insurance, because this is something I know I actually have to sit down and I have to do a trawl back over the calendar year for 2023. How many times that there were visits to hospital consultants or... MRI scans or other things like that because, okay, a lot of that is covered under VHI or other health insurers, but others you actually have to go and make a claim on, don't you? You do, you have to, you, you basically you upload the receipts uh, and you can claim back and they give you up to 50% back, I mean, which is worth getting and then the bit that you didn't claim back the other 50%, you can put that in as part of your medical, um, you know, what they used to call Med 1 and claim 20%. So you get a double benefit. Yeah, you get, you can get up to half of it back from, from your health, your health insurer. You in your health and plan. the balance then, you can get a further 20% of that back under your tax. Yeah, so you could get quite a chunk back. I mean, and an awful lot of people have health plans these days, particularly families, which give them 50% back on medical outlays, day-to-day outlay. Uh, you know, it might include going into a hospital as well. So it's definitely worth doing, Matt. It's not difficult to do. And if you don't have the receipts, for example, for the GP or the pharmacist, 
if you get them on a day when they're not too busy, they might just run it off for you, print it off for you, because they'll have a record of it under your name. Uh, so, you know, I mean, because, yes, people who don't have a medical card or a GP visitor card, they're praying through the neck. There is a certain amount you get. The state will cover you out, you know, as part of the drugs payment scheme. But, but, but I wonder as well, does everybody actually manage to work their drugs refund scheme Property because you spend the first 80 quid in a month on your prescribed medicines you pay for yourself. After that, though, the state covers it. Yeah, well, the pharmacists will do it for you. You know, they will do it for you. And, and often they want you to sign up. Look, at even small village where I live, it's got three pharmacies. So they want you signed up for discounts and stuff. So they will sort all that out for you. They will do it for you. So don't worry too much about that one. But I, I just think it's bad that people don't claim back the medical expenses. It's an easy one to claim. Okay. It's money. It's, 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 it's handy money, actually. What about your health insurance payments if you have private health insurance? And I'm sure there are many people listening going, geez, I'd love to be in a position where I could afford private health insurance. But the reality is half the population is covered by private health insurance, it, isn't it? Is. it? And Despite the fact that it is so damn expensive. And the rebates that were there during the COVID years are no longer there, are they? Well, you still get tax relief on it, that's worse. But, I mean, it's not as good as it was. But this is a big one this year, Matt, because we have seen multiple, multiple increases in uh, health insurance premiums. Uh, for example, Irish Life, three increases, VHI, two, Leia, two. So I had a lot of messages from people over Christmas, uh, who people who maybe just weren't reading everything I write, and that, that's, you know, totally allowed as well, saying to me, did I realise that, that health insurance has gone way up? Uh, our renewal is up €800. Euros. So the important thing, the key thing this year, Matt, if I can emphasise one thing, do not auto-enrol this year on the same plan that you're on. 50% of people are probably on the wrong plan, and most people don't, don't switch. Do not auto-renew. There's, oh, there's 300 plans out there. Ring up your health insurer, say to them, this is my budget, I can't afford that extra 800, 500 euros for my family. Have you got some similar level of cover, which, which I would, would mean I'm not paying extra here, and they're bound to have a, a, a plan. Say to them specifically as well, you want them to go through the corporate plans, because they're often the juicy ones, the really good value ones, because they, they, they bring them out to try and attract companies who pay for everybody's health insurance. So, you know, and there's other tricks as do, well. Do I get the impression that this might be the biggest single saving that you could make for yourself out of your annual expenditure? You, well, yeah, that or, or, or switching your mortgage. But yeah, we'll get to that in a little while. Yeah, but, but eight hundred euros. Like, I mean, I have a lot of people onto me shocked at being, you know, the renewal coming in at an extra eight hundred euros, and and it's probably because they're, they're on the wrong plans. The kids are on too good a plan, or. You know, they could take on a little bit of an excess, which is you pay the first amount for a hospital visit. They might have a private room in there and, you know, semi-private might be good enough. Uh, and they mightn't be availing of all the offers that are out there. For example, sometimes you have offers where this, this second and subsequent children are, are free uh, and there's young adult rates. So I think it's really, really worth spending maybe 150 euros and going to the likes of totalhealthcover.ie, get them to look at your situation they'll recommend something for you because with so many plans, with quite a competitive market, you can do better. Just don't let it roll over. To, so about a million people renew at the moment and it would be dangerous for those people to let it roll over to, into paying a lot more this year. Okay, just some of the comments coming in from listeners. I calculated uh, my own refunds for medical and remote working and got almost €700. Euro. Well, wow. nice, that is a, a nice, nice little amount of money to money. come in. Stuff like that. Another one here says, this is Fiona, I heard a tip before, set up a specific email address for your health expenses. Each visit, take a photo of your receipt and send it to that special address. Write any details in the email which you may need. 
That's a great idea. You know, when I'm old-fashioned. I just stick it into a file, but I'm religious. <laughs> and I Look, if one of the kids go, go up to the pharmacy and come back without, you know, and, and they haven't got the receipt, I'm, I'm that annoying dad going, I want the receipt, I want the receipt. <laughs> okay, we need to take a break. We've lots of other things to get through. We're going to be looking at mortgages, reducing your debt, grocery shopping, insurance that isn't health, like motor and home insurance, all those things. Hopefully we'll have time to get to them with Charlie Weston after the traffic with Mark Hogan. So Charlie Weston is doing Make Your Money Go Further for 2024 with us. And going back to the issue about health insurance, a listener says, I have no private health insurance, but I had to pay for a mammogram and biopsy privately last January. January. Can I claim that back? You can claim that back off revenue. That was probably twenty percent. Twenty percent, Matt. That was probably a lot of a lot of yeah, money. A lot and of money there. Got the right you results. Get twenty percent of it. Get a fifth of it back from revenue. Okay, it's better than nothing. Okay, that's one fifth. Okay, interest rates are expected to go down this year. Mm. And presumably that's going to be good news for a lot of hard-pressed people on variable mortgages. Variable mortgages, trackers, those people stuck with the, with the vultures, they have all been hit really hard. It's strange. There's a lot of people with variables. They don't have much left to pay, but they've just stayed with those variable rates and they're very high. Uh, the tracker people, an awful lot of tire kickers. They looked at fixing and didn't, apparently, I'm being told by brokers. So there's 130,000 of those out there who have been hit really hard. You're probably talking about €330 Euros extra for every 100 grand borrowed. A lot of them will be down to about 100 grand. So, you know, they've been hit, €330 Euros a month extra they've been hit with from the 10 increases that we had in ECB rates and European Central Bank rates. I think a lot of people are due to come off their fixed rates this year as well, so they'll go on to a variable rate that'll be much higher than probably what their fixed was. Some of those, yeah, Matt, you're talking fifty to 70,000 people. Some of those might have locked in at 2.5%. They'll come off and their bank will probably put them on to 4, 4.8% or That'll something. That'll make a big difference in monthly huge, repayment. Huge difference. So they need to look at this. They need to seriously look at this year, this year. But you what know. can they do? Because there's no point to fixing will still cost you more than 4%, won't it? It will, but the, the first protocol should be your own lender and say, look at, you know, I'm coming off a fix. Before you come off it, what's the best deal you've got here? Uh, you know, I, I want to fix for a couple of years. Um and, and, and that, that's your first protocol. Consider switching, Matt. I mean, because there are, there's still rates out there that are half decent. Avant Money, that Leitrim based Spanish bank owned uh, lender, is 3.65%. And you can fix for the life of the loan, you know. So that's pretty, that's pretty tasty. The hope is that you're absolutely right, Matt, that the wholesale market rates are down, that that'll feed into maybe lower fixed rates. When will the ECB cut rates? I mean, the markets are. There's a division of yeah, opinion in relation to this. I don't think it's going to be that early. No, because while the Federal Reserve in the US is committed to cutting, the European Central Bank is far more hawkish in relation to this. It's yeah. going to be a lot slower to pull down it interest will. rates, if at all. They, they, look, they fear that inflation could take off again. And look, at if this stuff with the Houthi rebels um, attacking ships, that, that, that could have an impact. The, the, the ECB are fearful about wage rises. So, yeah, they will be cautious, I'm afraid. So don't don't bank on any any early in the year cut in interest rates but do something about it look, look at switching go to a broker and say look at I'm coming off a fixed rate or I'm on a tracker or a variable and what, what can I do here because the gap between the rates and the market is huge it's something like 3.5% I mean you know there's, there's between 7% this is non vulture fund mortgage between 7% and and 3.65. Interesting one here from a listener. Anyone coming off a fixed rate should fix for a year, then fix again in a year's time when the rates are down suitably low to fix from the longer term. That's my plan when my 2.2 rate expires next year. Well, this is somebody who's banking on, 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 on lower mortgage rates. I mean, 
there's no guarantee either that the, that the banks will pass on uh, lower mortgage rates, even though wholesale, I've just said wholesale rates have come down. It's because they're going to come under a lot more pressure again this year to, to give the depositors more. Okay. Uh, we talked about health insurance. What about motor and home insurance? And I bring up the cost of motoring because, well, even before you mentioned the insurance, it's very noticeable tolls are gone up all over the country yeah. in the last couple of days. I see that, for example, the port tunnel now, if you use it off-peak, it's gone to €12 Euro from Stop. €10. Euro, yeah. And it's three fifty rather than three twenty. I think it was previously uh, on off-peak times. Right. The, Three three fifty. It was. It's gone up by fifty cents. Actually, is it gone from three to three fifty? Yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah. So okay. I mean, and you also have the um, various all over the country. Of tolls have gone up, and a lot of people are very annoyed about that. Mm. Um, you have an increase due, haven't you, as well, in excise duty on petrol? Yeah. The last one that hasn't that was deferred. That'll be put back on. So petrol and diesel may become more expensive. What about motor insurance and home insurance? Yeah, well, you know, we, the, the, we, we had data from the central bank before Christmas. Now, it was quite dated, showing that um, premiums had fallen. But the latest data, the more recent data from the Central Statistics Office, show, shows that it's starting to go up again. It's starting to creep up again. Motor insurance is creeping up. So, look, don't be one of those people who just sit and, t- and, 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 and get a renewal notice in and go bananas because it's gone up. I get a communication from at least five people every week telling me the renewal quotas come in, cars the same, no, nothing's changed, no claims, the renewal notice. Get it into your head that the renewal notice they're trying it on with you, even though they're Just not. Just do not accept to, their first offer. Don't. It's a, it's an opening cabinet. Even though they're not supposed to be doing this price working thing where they push up your incrementally push up your premiums every year because you've remained loyal to them, a kind of punishment or a penalty for being loyal you've got to switch, look around the market it's dead easy to look at uh, look around the market, you'll probably do far better you know, and, and, and the other tricks are review your mileage, you know, if your mileage is low you're going to get a better deal and, and, and be very, very exact about what exactly your mileage is, because even a few thousand kilometres will make a difference there except an excess if it's worth it Matt, you know, you know uh, uh, if you have to make a claim, you're going to take on a bit of it have you got kids on the policy? Is your spouse, add your spouse, that always brings it down, for men particularly, because women are seen as safer drivers. And make sure your occupation is properly, properly uh, documented, because that ma- makes a difference as well. So just don't accept the renewal quote. It's not necessarily the best in the market. Okay, listener on the mortgage has made a very good point when we should have got my house valued as I was coming off a fixed rate mortgage and I then got a less than 50% loan to value rate. An awful lot of people may not have taken into account the fact that they now have more equity in their house which entitles them to a cheaper rate on their mortgage. N- n- nearly every lender has, has these bands of LTV. Under band. 80%, under 50%. And the other, other trick whatever. as well, Matt, if you've got some work done in, 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 in you know, getting your house more environmentally uh, insulated or whatever, you may qualify for a green mortgage. They're really cheap, actually. Okay. Energy costs. We sort of mm. hinted at it earlier. Again, can you shop around? Can you switch from one provider to another to get a better price? Assuming, of course, that you don't have any uh, backlog of payments that you have to clear with your existing provider. Yeah, as long as you're not red flagged, as they call it. Yeah, you can, of course, Matt. And if you're, you know, if you're out of contract, if you finish the contract, if you're not finished the contract, then They'll, they'll stick a 50 euro penalty on you. But if you've come out of your contract, look around. The market is a bit better than it was. We've had, just today, uh, we had in the independent, a new player in the market, Uno Energy, cut their prices for the second time since they launched last August. With SSE Electricity, they're pushing through a second decrease in February. 
Pinergia two cuts. The pressure is now on the big boys, Electric Ireland, Energia, Borgash. But don't just stick with Electric Ireland. They have 1.2 million electricity customers. Why? They haven't been giving us enough back. They should be giving us another cut because wholesale prices are down. The market is stabilised. Discounts are back. You can make a big saving, Matt. You can make at least 500 euros saving by switching to the likes of that Uno Energy that I just mentioned. 500 euros, that's a hell of a saving. And it's the easiest thing in the world to do. Just get out your bill, have some bank details. You can do it all online or over the phone. 500 euros sitting there for you to grab. Okay, one other, and I know we're going to actually have to do more of this next week because we haven't got to everything that I wanted to cover. So maybe food prices. I mean, again, the price of food probably went up by more than the overall rate of inflation. Huge. A, a shop has become so much more expensive. The only times I used to go in and do a shop locally, a tap for less than 50. Yeah. It's rare now to be able to go in and do a small shop for less than 50 euro. Look, I think if, you, if, you, if over the last two years you're probably talking about 20% increase, at least 20%, at least. Now, I know you're going to get text going, what's he talking about? It's far more than that. But it's at least 20% increase in the prices. At least they have stabilised a bit. But food inflation is still very, very high, Matt. It's running at about 8.6%. So does it make sense to do things like making sure that you get your vouchers, that you cash them in, say if you have a 10 for 50 offer, or you can go to a different supermarket where they might give you a preferential price rate if you take out a card with that supermarket? Look, use the vouchers if you have them, but don't just keep going back to the same shop because they keep giving you vouchers. Move it around a bit. And particularly try out the, the discounters, try out Tesco Club Card, have a few of these, signed up for a few of these uh, loyalty things. Uh, you know, there's a few things you need to do. Make a list, even make a reverse list. Before you leave the house, look at what you have and what you don't need. Never go in, uh, you know... Uh, check your fridge and check your cupboards first as to what you already have enough yeah. of that you don't need to be duplicating. Exactly. You know, and be aware of their psychological ploys as well. You know, all the expensive stuff that they want to move is at your eye level. And uh, maybe start backwards in the shop because they're trying to get you to spend in certain ways and they have it laid out. You still have to go back to the tills at the you, end, Charlie. You, you do, but I mean, at least don't get sucked into their tricks. Charlie, we actually didn't get across everything at all. We're going to have to continue this in our weekly Money Spot here with Charlie Weston next Wednesday. Thank you very much for being with us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.